G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Let's get an update on a great initiative that helps Australian churches come together in unity to help transform their communities. The organisation called Neighbour, N-A-Y-B-A, has been conducting impact audits measuring the social impact value of the church community, putting numbers to the stories of how local churches are serving those in need. Neighbour is a global network helping resource the local church with practical and proven resources that can help transform local neighbourhoods. Nick McKay is the Australian National Director for Neighbour. Nick's back with us. Hey Nick, welcome back to 2020. Hi Neil, great to be back with you. Nick, lots of people might know Neighbour by the name Cinnamon Network. Just briefly, there was a quick change of name and there's good reason for that. Yeah, there was indeed, yeah. About a year ago, we decided to uh, to rebrand from Cinnamon Network to Neighbour. Uh, we did that as part for a couple of reasons, but mainly because of the, um, uh, the really amazing expansion, I guess, of Neighbour across the world. We're now operating in, I think, 10 different countries in one way or another, um, and as part of that, we wanted a name that um, better described the work that we do and that also worked in multiple uh, cultures and contexts. And so uh, the choice of the name Neighbour uh, is uh, obviously links very closely with our mission. Jesus calls on us all to love our neighbour, and that's what we help churches to do. And, uh, and the reason that it's spelt phonetically N-A-Y-B-A is so that it works in languages other than English. Well, I know you do great work, and for those who are not quite so familiar with uh, an impact audit and uh, terminology like that, what does it mean when you're applying your skills into a city or a town? Sure. So when it comes to churches seeking to reach those in need and and love their neighbour and just be that faithful presence of Jesus to those around and about them, it's often very helpful to understand what's already being done Uh, before we can start having conversations about what we should do next uh, and what we can be doing better. And so that's kind of part of the motivation behind the the Neighbour Impact Audit. It helps to measure the collective social impact of the faith community in a geographic region, which is normally a a local government area, uh, and it puts facts and figures to the great work that is already being done um, by churches and faith groups within the community to, to love and serve those in need. So it gives a really helpful snapshot um, not just in, in powerful stories, which are really important, um, but also in terms of those, those, that data and those statistics uh, that can give us a better idea of what's working, what's not, where are the opportunities, who are we reaching. So we, we have details about the number of people that are being reached and the social issues that are being addressed and, um, and importantly also what the value is of the time and the other resources that are being uh, dedicated by people of faith in order to serve those in need. So when the reputation of the church on a bunch of different levels over the past few years has taken a bit of a hit, you get an impact audit on your community and what comes to light as a report 
that actually shows what sort of value churches have to the community. That's absolutely right. Yeah, and it's it's been quite remarkable and really encouraging in, in all of the, the audits that we've done. We've now done seven impact audits uh, up, the, up and down the east coast of Australia. Um, and in every case, I think uh, both churches and faith groups as well as local government and other stakeholders have been uh, pleasantly surprised and in some cases in completely shocked <laughs> by the, uh, the value uh, of faith in the broader community. Um, to give just a couple of examples, recently we've, we've just uh, concluded impact audits on the Gold Coast and um, in the Rockhampton region. Uh, so in Rocky, the social impact value that we found in terms of the work being done by churches and faith groups over the last 12 months alone uh, was over $13 million um, in social impact value to the community. And on the Gold Coast, that was over $43 million. So just to be able to kind of put those figures uh, to the work that's happening is really uh, helpful, not only as an encouragement to the thousands of volunteers and staff who give so much of themselves to, to uh, respond to Jesus' call to serve, love and serve others, uh, but equally it can be I mean, a really powerful uh, way to open doors and open conversations uh, with, as I said, local government and other stakeholders um, and, and really begin to, to discuss what are, the, what are the ways that we can better be all working together in order to serve the wider community. You know, like we, we all have an, a critical role to play um, and sometimes we just need to find the right language in order to open those conversations with others who might not um, understand the extent of the work that's already being done by churches and faith groups or the value of that work to the community. So you've got councils and you've got state governments, you've got federal governments interested in communities and how money is being spent, how policies are being formed, and you put a figure to the work that the church does in the community and that can affect the sorts of outcomes uh, where you've got funding issues and uh, and the sorts of uh, legislation even that happens uh, in communities. Yeah, so it, it may, like some of these conversations then might lead to discussions around particular policies and ways that um, key um, groups within the community can be better served because it also helps to identify gaps um, and tell us as the faith community, you know, what are we doing well, but also where are we not perhaps doing so well and where do we need to be focusing more of our energies? Um, and in some cases, the conversations with government or the corporate sector, business and, um, and, um, and other others from the community sector, for example, uh, might then involve discussions of funding and, and how we can better uh, pool and make use of, of the resources that exist to serve the wider community. Um, but I think more than anything, um, it's the, the power of the audits, at least from, from our perspective, is that they, they represent a really powerful offering that the, the church and that the faith community can present to the wider city and say, this is what we're doing. Um, it's not everything. It's not, it's not perfect by any means, but it is nonetheless a really valuable and we hope um, important contribution. And let's have a conversation about where we go to from here. How can we actually come together as a broader city with the church at the centre of that, you know, connect, helping to connect the key stakeholders um, within a local region uh, and have those really important conversations about the vision that we all share to see our communities flourish and to see those in need uh, be loved and served in the way in which they, they, uh, they require. So you mentioned the Gold Coast and a $43 million impact. Uh, Rockhampton, $13 million. Uh, you said there's seven of these audits that have been done over the past few years. Uh, what are the other centres? Uh, name us a few yeah. more names. Yeah, so we've done, uh, we've done a couple of, of audits 
um, down here in Melbourne, where I'm based, uh, in uh, in Whitehorse, which is in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne, and then uh, Frankston, uh, which is down towards the Mornington Peninsula. We've done three audits in New South Wales. So our very first one uh, we did in um, in the Illawarra, uh, and then we've subsequently done audits in Ryde, so kind of inner inner city Sydney, uh, and then also Penrith and Mount Druitt in Greater Western Sydney. And then, as I said, those uh, those couple of our, our initial our first couple of audits in Queensland, being on the Gold Coast and um, and Rocky, but uh, we've got uh, quite a number uh, planned even over over next year. So we're having conversations about doing a region-wide audit of the Hunter and a statewide audit of Tasmania, as well as then looking at um, uh, heading west and uh, and hopefully doing some work in um, in Perth and um, and, um, and and South Australia, where there's really remarkable work being done and and a great sense of growing unity, I think, across the across the body of Christ in um, in a whole range of regions uh, in Australia, which is just so encouraging. I think listeners will be able to hear this is working very well in these medium to large cities. Does it work just as well in a smaller country town? I hope so. <laughs> um, that's uh, part of the desire and the, and the mandate for us as neighbour is to be able to serve churches uh, of, of all shapes and sizes in cities of all shapes and sizes. And uh, and so the work that we do with, with the audits, as you say, most of them have been in larger cities, but um, we have done, as I said, Illawarra, which is kind of semi-regional, and then Rockhampton, which is most certainly regional, uh, and it worked just as well, which was wonderful. So we are uh, certainly hoping that, and actually next year we're talking about doing something in Bendigo. I forgot that one. So that's that's regional as well, obviously, here in Victoria. So I, my hope and desire, and certainly the way we've designed the audits, is that they can work anywhere. Uh, and from a broader perspective, as Neighbours seeks to be a, a gift to the church, uh, we want to make sure that we're a gift to, to churches anywhere and everywhere uh, because the the role that, we are, that we're called to play um, is just as important and sometimes even more so um, in smaller communities or, or towns uh, where churches and faith groups really are the, um, the backbone of that community. Uh, well, church on Sunday uh, with a pastor or a priest in the pulpit, that's not all the church does. Uh, you're demonstrating that the church actually is a force for good in communities, and so communities that feel as though somehow or other we're being characterised as being irrelevant, this is the sort of thing that can actually turn the tables, uh, turn that on its head. It makes that something that uh, uh, people will be able to understand that the church is a force for good. Absolutely, I, I, I completely agree with you, and I think that you know, when uh, when Jesus spoke about the church, he wasn't talking about a building. Um, he was talking about what we now refer to as the body of Christ. Uh, and so, we I think have a responsibility and an opportunity to not just do church, but to be the church. Uh, and that is seven days a week, twenty four hours a day. It is about absolutely the the opportunity to come together um, and and worship um, as a as a community of faith on a Sunday or whatever day of the week um, you choose to meet, uh, but it is just as importantly about the work that people of faith um, and followers of Christ do beyond the four walls of their buildings um, throughout the week and in all parts of the community. And I think that is how we demonstrate the tangible love of Jesus is by showing up in all sorts of ways, big and small, and in all situations uh, and just being that faithful presence that seeks to love and to serve others, particularly those who, who might be in need for whatever reason. 
And Nick, you mentioned there's a whole lot of cities and towns that are on the agenda, on the schedule, already for next year. Uh, No doubt you'd be interested in being connected with various communities that might like to see this sort of audit done in their town or their community. How's the easiest way for people to connect with you and to make sure one of these audits gets done in their town? Yeah, absolutely. We're we're very open to um, to other locations, and as I said, seeking to to run audits um, in other parts of the country over the coming years. In fact, over the next three years, we're we're looking to build to a um, a national report um, on the value of um, the faith community to the entire country, um, and be able to present that um, federally. Uh, by 2025 is our current plan. So with that in mind, we're seeking to do 20 audits over the next two and a half to three years uh, and very, very open to to those who might be interested. So yeah, if you're in a region, if you're part of a a network of churches that are already working together or if you're somewhere and, and you're a church or a community leader and would like to see uh, the church and the body of Christ work better in unity to serve the the, uh, the wider city and community, we'd love to hear from you. Um, people can get in touch via the website, which is um, uh, neighbor, so www.neighbornaiba.org forward slash au for the Australian page, or you can just contact us by email at australia at neighbornaiba.org. Well, there's an agenda item, isn't it, for the next minister's fraternal gathering or minister's (laughs) circle or whatever people call those sorts of gatherings in their town or in their community because when you've got churches working together, you're demonstrating that amazing things can happen when you start to illustrate the sort of work and put a dollar value to the work that's done by the local church. Let me give that website to be in contact with Nick McKay. Nick is Australian National Director for Neighbour, N-A-Y-B-A, and you'll be able to coordinate with Nick as to how you can have one of these audits done for your town and illustrate just how much your churches are a force for good. Nick McKay, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.